When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey Geekscapists, with Valentine's Day around the corner, we've decided to hook you up. Geekscape has partnered with the video dating app Filter Off to bring you a free and fun video speed dating event on Saturday, February 13th. To take part, all you've got to do is download the Filter Off dating app to your smartphone. Find the Geekscape event in RSVP with the code GEEKSLOVE2. That's T-O-O, because we do love to. You don't have to wait until Valentine's to use the app either. It's fun and free, and Matt Kelly has already racked up a ton of dates on it, so what have you got to lose? Download Filter Off, and we'll see you on February 13th. Geekscape forever. Matt's not in the room. Let's talk shit on him. <laughs> Let's talk shit on producer Bat. How are you? I'm good. I'm so glad we're back together. Always. I hate when we can't be. I know. The last time we recorded, we were remote. Because, yeah. of course, I was Kathleen going... gets exposed to COVID once every fucking five weeks. Wait, speaking of, like, sickness and being gross, me and Julie were texting earlier. <laughs> And she said, I showered for you. Like, kidding. Like, she showered, blah, blah. And it reminded me to shower. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, my God. I wasn't going to shower before this, but I haven't showered today. And I don't think I had showered since yesterday morning. Yeah. So I was, like, really just, like, laying right. in it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you. I do that. Now that I'm, like, working from home, like, and, like, Kenny has been off the last two weeks because he's, like, transitioning jobs. And, like, he'll be, like dude like when was the last time i showered and i'm like ew we're so disgusting we just sit in our own filth we don't even know so then today i was like when is the last time i washed my hair yeah. and i was like oh saturday it's wednesday i gotta get in the shower well i can tell by the way my hair starts my scalp starts to hurt because it's mm-hmm. like been in a bun for so long yes. that i'm like mm. but the buns look so good when your hair is dirty they just you can't put them down you can't yeah. put greasy hair down but um it, like, the one stays. thing i learned about quarantine was i have to brush my teeth before i eat something because now that i'm not triggered like okay i'm waking up i'm going i'm getting ready for work i'm showering i'm brushing my teeth i'm blah 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 i'm putting my makeup on now that that's not i don't have to shower i don't have to do anything right away yeah i if i ate first like if i went straight downstairs and like had a granola bar i would forget 
to brush my teeth yeah. and, and then it would be like 2 p.m and i'd be like ew <laughs> dude what the fuck and i, I kept doing that and i was like okay bitch wake up and brush your fucking teeth yeah I, it's so funny you said that i actually started doing that too because i i had a routine where i would like wake up start my coffee drink my coffee before brushing my teeth because like of that like coffee like breath mm, and then i would brush my teeth but then like you said you like start working if you're working from home and like the day just gets away from you and it's one o'clock and you're like i haven't washed my face brushed my teeth nothing i am disgusting i have a fear of smells like i don't want to smell bad i don't want my breath to smell i'm always chewing gum and the the fact that there's not humans around me takes that fully away the hygiene is out the door yeah fuck it it's bad but you know what like he said, fuck it. Being a girl. And you know what? That's a great segue it is. into our fucking episode today. Girl power. We're talking the bold type, not a specific episode. The whole series. We got great news. Was that released today? Today. Because you sent it to me. And that season five's coming out, which I'm very happy about. So Kathleen sold me on this show. I was like, all right, I'll give it a shot and ended up being like, dude, I can't stop. Yeah. Completely binged it. And then season four, there's like a big cliffhanger. You're like, what the fuck? And I thought the series was over. So I was pissed. Like I was like, that was yeah. the worst ending they could have possibly done. And then you were like, no, COVID that they haven't, yeah. they haven't been able to film. It's a hundred percent success rate of all the recommendations I've given it to. Mm-hmm. Cause shout out to Courtney, my TV soulmate. She said it to me, right? And she's like, "It's a freeform show," and I was like, "Bitch." <laughs> and I like, uh, spoiler alert: we're gonna do Pretty Little Liars as well. We like, like freeform. We're not shitting on freeform. No, we're not. I'm just surprised by the actual quality of this. Where yep. I would recommend this to anybody, whereas Pretty Little Liars, I'm like, you know, it's trash. Yeah. In the best way possible. This is like actually fucking phenomenal tv yep girl power out the ass it is it's a great day to be a bold type fan it is and it's just the one thing that i like about it so much is that it touches on like real life situations points like and it's just about these like three best friends who are so lovable Mm -hmm. i mean i have a favorite it's i was gonna ask you okay (laughs) son is my favorite jane is my least favorite which is like i i don't know i just and i love cat like I've noticed and like we'll get into all this but I kind of like want to see if you've ever noticed this from watching like I feel like Kat and Jane beef a lot yeah but Kat and Sutton don't okay so we're gonna treat this episode as if we're pitching it to you in the beginning and then you're gonna stop and you're gonna binge the whole series yes and then you can come back let's pitch the show okay right do you want to do you want me to do it you're better okay I'll give it to you so the show is about three best friends and it's really the best depiction of friendship I've seen on TV especially girl friendship it's not that they always show up for each other and they're fun and confident and vulnerable and all these like oh they're they're perfect girls Mm -hmm. and they work at a fashion magazine named Scarlet in the city in New York City like Julie said it's like almost a lot of the episodes are almost like PSAs and I'll get into some I wrote some of them down some of my favorites but without being too preachy where like specifically like the gun episode or something where we texted after and we're like damn like i saw both sides that was really well done (laughs) yep but yeah so there's three girls kat sutton and jane and for i'm gonna do this for the pretty little liars episode too who is the lead do you think of the show so i feel like it's supposed to be jane yeah me too um but they both have like Oh, they all have like a very like powerful story like yeah maybe like powerful powerful is a no, good word for cat right. yes. like cat is like Ooh, very yeah, very powerful like mm-hmm. she's all like feminism 
and, and it's great like she's just a very like but they they all, all three are of them. Yeah. like they're very like they're growing in this industry they're going through like everyday shit but they're like thriving in it which like you love to see like that's kind of like happening at my work now is like our company was just sold and now it's owned by a woman which like you don't see that much like our when it was previously owned it was all men all men executives like so it's just like very just real and they're they're the best that i don't I, I just started talking too much and I forget no, where no, I was it's going. Okay. Um, I was so, like, way on the plane. I don't so I stop. I agree. I think Jane is supposed to be the lead. And and let me, so I only had one friend, Courtney, who I knew watched it, but my best friend Callie also watches it. And I didn't know this. So I don't like following the people and the Instagram for the bold type until I'm done because I don't like spoilers, right? Me too. I binged yep. it in a week. So it didn't take long. Yeah. But when I follow the bold type, Cal also followed it so i was like bitch you watch a show and we were like ripping it and i told her so this is my answer for who's my favorite i always say i want to be cat but i want to be best friends with sutton exactly for the reason you said i always think like cat screws up some jane screws up i feel like sutton never screws up she never does anything bad she's perfect she doesn't ever cringe me out none all three of them do not cringe me out yeah but sutton really handles everything in with such pride and dignity and in stride and Mm. i'm like so impressed by her yeah but i agree i think all three of them do they do have powerful stories all three of them in their own ways yep oh it's so uplifting it's perfect callie was just telling me like for different reasons that like she loves jane and why and she like identifies with jane i was like okay well now i'm obsessed with jane like you know i I think she i guess she told me that mid-series because i really started like loving jane i love when they call her tiny jane it's so cute yeah but i love all three of them don't Uh get me wrong i just think that Sutton and Kat are blatantly the fun ones, but yep. Jane's storylines are really the A plot most of the time, I feel like. Yep. Jane is a, a writer at Scarlet, Sutton is in the fashion department, and Kat is the director of social media. So they're all powerful in their own way within Scarlet, but a lot of the storylines circle around what Jane is writing about. Yeah, oh, it's so good. It is good. And it also is one of those shows that, at least for me, like makes me wish that I worked for a magazine company and lived in New York City. <laughs> oh yeah like it's it's just like very much that vibe and even just like having best friends like that and I think the best part about it is they're so close but in one of the episodes I want to say it's probably like season two or three you find out how they became friends mm-hmm. and it really that's not that long term of a friendship it's a very like fresh yeah mm-hmm. exactly fre- fresh friendship but when you start it you think these people have been best friends for years yeah that flashback episode is chef's kiss yeah it is when they drop that i think it's in season you're right season two or three i think Mm -hmm. it's in three and they show the first day they met and how like fate pretty much brought them together they're all starting either their first days or beginning of working at scarlet and the music first of all the music in the whole show is like bopping they always end this every episode on like an uplifting power ballad or like big epic song that makes you go okay fine I gotta watch the next one <laughs> gotta watch episode. the next one but yeah it's like blatantly old five years ago music where you're yeah. like shit they're nailing this it's good it's and, good and stuff. I'm glad they did it pretty far into the season it would have felt cheap early on to do like a flashback episode of how they met it it felt like it really paid off later in the se- in the series when you're just in love with them but I think that what the show does so well is that I feel 
feel like I loved the characters in episode one. Like yeah, after episode absolutely. one, I was like, I feel like I've been watching this show for a long time. Yep. And even I, I rewatched the first four episodes before this just to refresh my memory because it's been like a month or so since I binged the series. And I was like, a lot happens in these four episodes. I th- I can't believe they weren't more spread out. I got, it was like bang, 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 yep. bang. Like Kat and Adina, which is my favorite. Yeah. Oh my God. I, I know. Love those two. I know. Me too. And you get it like immediately get a taste of Richard Hunter, which Ooh, is just sexy. Oh, God. He signed on for season five. Did he? Because yeah. when you um sent me that thing, I almost messaged you and was like, where is Richard? I know. Because he's like, he wasn't one of those little heads. Yeah. When I first saw the way they, the bold type Instagram told everyone about the renewal is showing a clip of the of a zoom call of their table read for episode one which is awesome which means they're already rolling like they're they're gonna start taping soon but they blocked off one of the squares oh i didn't notice that did you watch it yeah oh well adina popped up at the end oh okay yes i did see that okay okay, okay. yes so adina popped up and i was like "Ah!" yeah (laughs) my favorite her and the the cat storyline is my favorite so i'm like i want to be cat because she's so fucking cool yeah so with Sutton, I mean, either way, you're, you're not missing I, out. But, yeah. but Sutton, I want to be her best friend because she is just so dope. Yeah, Sutton is so cool and she's so sweet. And I feel like what I like so much about Sutton is like, one, she's from PA in the show, which like, woo, shout out to PA. Yay! <laughs> we just love Pennsylvania. Came from the bottom. Like they always show like flashbacks and they make it seem like she's from this like hillbilly like town her mom was an alcoholic whole kind of thing which is harrisburg yeah it's it's not like they're that, treating but. it like it's freaking bad pa <laughs> it's not it's harrisburg it's the fucking capital yeah it's 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 not like that but they made it seem like it was like that and she just completely goes on her own after she graduates and she she does her own thing she went to penn state i think she did which is funny because they make a couple first of all nods to penn state to harrisburg whatever it is what she says in one episode that she commuted to save money from Harrisburg to, to Penn <laughs> State. State College. Like, what the fuck? Didn't they map that out? She drove an hour and a half every day to school? Maybe. I if mean, I, I drive an hour to work. If I was had my license when I went to Kutztown, I would have commuted. <laughs> yeah. You didn't have your license in college? I got it freshman year, but freshman spring semester. I don't know why I'm judging you. I didn't get mine until I turned 18 <laughs> either, which is May of after our senior year or our senior year. Yeah. We didn't need it. No, we had friends that drove and we we did just fine. Yeah. We always walked Me, you, and Stephanie, we were like the last three that were just like, fuck driving. Yeah, who needs it? (laughs) Who needs it? Now me and Kathleen speed past each other when we're leaving at night. (laughs) Let's break it down with just like a brief little overview of each person's like kind of storyline, which you covered, but also like their relationships and, and what we got going on. Okay, so first we have Jane, who is a writer and on the first episode in the pilot, she just got a promotion to be a writer. I don't know what she was before, an assistant writer, who, who's to say. I was truly surprised by Jacqueline. I really thought Jacqueline was going to be a villain, a villainous Meryl and Streep. she's fantastic. And she's the best, and I think they did that so well. They added a fourth fucking baller character. Like, I would consider her one of the mains, and she, she's so dope, and it's Jan from The Office. Which yeah, is, I was just going to ask you, is yeah. that why you had that mindset? Because that's kind of why I had, like, not yeah. because she played Jan, and Jan was just 
crazy but yeah i i thought the same thing like they're gonna have a hard time with this boss like she's something with the boss but she's actually the best i think it's just the trope of the boss is a cunt until you like soften i know that was a hard scene (laughs) until you soften her uh her his him or her up and it's like the classic devil wears prada like they're on a power trip they're trying to like teach you a lesson i don't fucking know you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. i thought that's what it was gonna be and especially because the first scene they have with jacqueline is her walking into the big room with all the big bosses and she like texts jane being like i don't really like any of your pitches and jane's like all nervous but she's sweet like sugar Mm -hmm. and i love her yeah but anyway i guess we can go through some of my favorite storylines jane's mom passed away from cancer so a big storyline for her is does she have the BRCA gene and mm-hmm. she goes through a lot of hardships with that throughout the season and they it's really well done and there's stuff about like egg freezing and different things and she has my least favorite relationship probably and she is the prude of the group of yes. the three of them which is funny because like I love one of the first episodes is about how she's never had an orgasm. Some of the pieces they do, I'm like, fuck yeah. yeah. Uh, it's a feminist dream. So I do agree. It's not my favorite in terms of like relationship wise, but I do. I did like her and Ryan. You didn't? I don't want to spoil people for the end, but I didn't even like him before like the reason why you shouldn't like him. True. I hate to say this, but I'm genuinely not attracted to him. I don't think he's attractive. No. and uh, He and, actually reminds me of someone I used to work with. And they painted him as a douche face and then tried to make him a sweet boy. And then I'm like, you can't have it both ways. You're either a douche face writer for Pinstripe or yeah. you're the sweet boy. Which one are you? And, and it, I don't think he earned the switch. No. Well, so in the beginning, it's between him, who he's the one that gives Jane her first orgasm, which is just... That's just hilarious. I know. It's so good. Poor Sutton. I kind of wish she gave herself her first orgasm. Yeah, that'd be a little iconic. I don't know, though. I mean, if it's your first one, you shouldn't have to do the work. Really? I don't know. It's up for discussion. I don't know. (laughs) If your brother was in the room, wasn't in the room, I feel like we'd be having a different discussion. (laughs) Get out. Get out. (laughs) After he's going to edit the episode. (laughs) But I I did love that episode because Sutton in the beginning is um, Jane's roommate. Yeah. She's like home in her bedroom, which is like the living room. The apartment's so cute. I just love it. Uh And she just like... Like, yep and just like puts her headphones on and i'm like god bless her i would have to leave like if me and you were roommates and you could hear me i would be so i guess if you're close like yeah. you can bust each other's chops i don't know that's what i like about these girls is like the no shame of yep. it all i will say there's one episode where jane gets a uti no she gets a yeast yeast infection infection. Mm -hmm. does she but does she get the yeast infection okay she gets a yeast infection and the doctor is like it's gonna smell maybe that's what the doctor says and so jane gets all these fucking like fragrant products and just starts spraying the shit out of her vagina i was like sister you better stop that is like vagina 101 (laughs) don't put anything with a scent down there like you're just gonna fuck it fuck your ph bounce up but the thing is funny is because the whole series they do so well with being so open with each other and like saying things that are like tough to say and and being open and and not caring and Jane like doesn't want to tell them that she got a yeast infection at the end. They were like, oh, yeah, we all get yeast infections. And she's like, wait, why don't we talk about this? I'm like, yeah, but why don't you? Also, it's, so it's such a true, a true statement. Like, 
I feel comfortable as an adult to now like text you and be like, dude, I got a fucking yeast mm-hmm. infection. But if it was like six years ago, like I wouldn't tell sure. a soul. Like I'd be like, oh my God, I'm disgusting. Cause you do think like that. <laughs> and that's like, uh, that's the one thing that that's a good episode to bring up because Jane flat out is like, why are we afraid to talk about this? This yeah. is so normal. And, and women are just like, mortified to bring this up and it's so true like you think that you are like the, the only person it happens to when it happens yeah. to you yeah but yeah now i'd be like dude i'm an open book now yeah i know you yeah. gotta be as you get older you just don't fucking care it's like Mm-mm. who do i have to impress my friends are my friends now like i feel like once you get past like high school college like and it's like the people that stuck by you are your friends for life mm-hmm. you can just like assume that they're not going anywhere so it's like fuck it what do i have to hide from you you won't judge me yeah i love jane i think she's like so sweet and cute and she's a really good friend she's just not as fun as the other two but that doesn't make her any less like the show is never better than when all three of them are on screen together like their chemistry is off the fucking charts yep it's perfect i think that she just i don't even want to say the word annoy because that's not it i think that certain episodes i get frustrated with her the most and that's why she's not my favorite Mm -hmm. but i totally agree like i don't not like jane it's just of the three of them she's the third favorite yeah for me and speaking of that i think cat would be the second one where she should be frustrating you but she's so cool that she's not like yeah. she's so headstrong and and does things where you're like cat mm, you're really pushing it probably but i love her so much that it doesn't bother me whereas with jane it might actually annoy me a little bit yeah yeah so let's yeah. well that's a good segue into cat yeah so in the very beginning cat is strictly only dating men yeah she self-identifies as straight at that point right and then she meets adina Ooh, my girl and adina is lesbian full out she's had multiple girlfriends is very comfortable with herself where in the beginning cat is like not really sure i think this gives a good representation of like what you hear all the time about when people are coming out and they're like looking at the same sex being like do i like want to make out with like I, I this isn't right like it's like they're like questioning themselves sure. and and that like whole thing with adina is like perfect and then cat's just like fuck it and they make out and yeah. you're just like fuck yeah we are here for this oh yeah so adina is an artist she first shows up it's the first it's the pilot episode she shows up to try and get adina to agree to um release the article that they wrote because adina went back on it and the minute they showed her i was like they're gonna kiss they're gonna Mm. kiss like before and then seconds later she's like my twitter bio is proud out muslim lesbian or something like that but i fucking love adina and now that she is in season five she is in game deb yeah i can't wait because it makes me sad that she's not in the whole time i loved their relationship but i I really liked kat's exploration of her sexuality the whole time she had to have a bunch of different ones to to figure out what she really wanted and she has like hilarious ones like it's so funny like adina's kind of like you need to experience this on your own like i don't want to be the one and only girl that you've ever yeah. been with which like if you think about that that's probably the hardest thing she's and and they say that in the ep- like she's yeah. like that was the hardest thing i ever do was like let you go but like cat like she hooks up with an uber driver she's like she's just yeah. like which is horrible i'm like cat no i know but then like she's like on is she on is it tinder is that what she's on probably and she like 
starts dating this like Italian like Jersey Shore girl. Oh my god, I forgot about that. Yeah, <laughs> and like it, it's just like the people are so different from Adina, but it's just her way of just experimenting and like seeing what she likes. I love how the Jersey Shore, Shore girl, the way they were like kind of making fun of her was the the perfume <laughs> lotion she was wearing. They're like. It was like vanilla something, something yeah. very like basic. You would get it Bath and Body Works. Like we wore in sixth grade. Yeah, yeah. and they were making fun. I was like, that's pretty savage. They're yeah. like really taking a whole like subset of humans and being like, they wear shitty <laughs> lotion and gaudy she perfume. She these yeah. lotions and perfumes. Italians from New Jersey. <laughs> Kat is very like strong-willed, powerful woman. She's always fighting for like what she believes in, which mm-hmm. is great. Like I could tell you right now, I probably still am such a bitch when it comes to like speaking up. Like I'm trying to get like better at that. Like I wish I was powerful as fuck yeah. to be like, shut the fuck up. This is what I want to do. And, she, and Kat gets herself into some shit, but it always works out and it always like benefits what she was trying to fix. Yeah. I love there's an episode. Kat is her mom is white and her dad is black or is it the opposite? I think it's that. I think it's that. And too. there's an episode where she goes through just kind of not knowing which to identify with and then and then kind of explaining to Sutton and Jane how she's like kind of in the middle like she doesn't know which one to identify with and that's a struggle within itself like let alone being white and identifying with quote-unquote your privilege or or being black and it is such a good episode I love it because I've never thought about things like that where like which do you identify with and how people are kind of feel like they're neither yeah and that's like oh my god I think that was an episode that Jane actually like annoyed me (laughs) well that was the point jane i believe this was the it could be the episode where jane gets passed up for a job (laughs) because she's because they gave it to somebody of color and then jane was complaining that if the only reason she didn't get it was because she wasn't a person of color and they're looking to diversify and then Kat was like, what the fuck, Jane? Like, yeah. your fucking privilege is showing. Like, stop. Yeah. Which is true. And you're watching and you're just like, Ooh. I think that's the same episode. I think so. Our team but, fucking Kat's yeah, the best. My God. Kat really is. Like I was saying in the beginning of the episode, it seems like Kat and Jane beef more than Sutton and Kat and Sutton and Jane. But I think it's because Jane is very, I don't want to say she's not open-minded, but like Kat has that powerfulness to be like, you're wrong yeah like she'll call her out and that seems to be like the trend that it's always like jane and cat being like no (laughs) just shut up yeah (laughs) oh my god i love this show i know it really makes you think for being a freeform show i was not expecting it to just open my eyes to like so many different topics and like it's really not preachy at all yeah it's awesome oh you know what it is that i was wrong what it is is the episode where Kat is struggling is because she was being profiled as the youngest social media director, the youngest director in Scarlet history. And Alex, another great character who's in all the seasons, who's also black, was reading her profile that she wrote up on herself and was like, why don't you put like young black female? And Kat was like, that shouldn't matter. And Alex is like, yeah, you have to like own that. And that's why. So the Jane thing was a completely different episode about a a race episode type thing. But yeah, that's one of my favorites. I really liked that one. Kat's so fucking cool. Yeah. She really is. Let's get into Sutton. Yeah, the fan fan fave. She is the best. Oh, she's so funny. She's so funny. 
she's like another one that's like she knows what she wants which is all she's really all over the place of what she wants like mm-hmm. one minute she wants to be a designer and the next she wants to be the person who actually dresses them yeah, the, stylist. the stylist yeah yeah but she gets really tight with oliver which is her boss oh, and i, I love, love that relationship yeah the whole like him calling her reds is like the best i know she's like you know my hair's not red right <laughs> so she opens as an assistant she's probably the lowest on the totem pole She's an assistant to Lauren, who is something, probably another director um, within Scarlet. And I don't think that has a, I don't know what department that's in. (gasps) Oh, you know what? I think in the episode where we hear their story, Jane is an intern and works with Lauren. Mm -hmm. And then that's how Sutton becomes. They open up a spot somehow. Because she's like, Lauren, don't you think that you could use like an assistant and then that's like opens yeah that. something Sutton was, Sutton was a temp and it was going to be her last day yeah oh it's fucking good yeah but Sutton is on the lowest lowest totem pole whatever and then she gets the fashion internship with Oliver which is what takes her on her career path but she's also banging the hottest hot boy in like the the top tops of the company he is so in, in he's like he's on, a lawyer. The board, on the board but yeah. he's a lawyer oh yeah richard is so high and it's done in a way so they're being secretive about it but it's not one of those like power he's powerful she's not he's taking advantage of her at all no. he loves her and yeah. that makes her so cool like she has him wrapped around his finger too it's not her finger too it's not like a, a power dynamic thing yeah. it really is they yeah. like each other but they first I think first they're not allowed to be together so they're hiding it and then it goes back and forth like the the policy changes they can be together and it goes back and forth and then she's like not close with her mom because her mom was kind of a piece of shit growing up Mm -hmm. so one of my favorite episodes is the road trip episode they go back to find Sutton's birth certificate certificate before they go to Paris which is another great thing but that's when Katie Stevens who plays Jane sings Torn and it's fucking awesome yes my jaw was on the floor i know well so that's the other thing they're all like really good singers yeah we have to talk about when they do karaoke and do mama me i mean it's It's fucking incredible so good and they the way they do it and i think it's in the cold open of the episode maybe i don't know but the way they do it is they make it seem like they always do it they're always at the karaoke bar they're like we should do mama me again we haven't done it in a while (laughs) or something like that and they crush it they crush it and as two mama mia hoes we stand. We stand. Yeah, we really that do. That song is so powerful. I've been saying <laughs> the word powerful so much today, but... It's a good one. It is so good. Mm-hmm. But Katie Stevens kind of got her start as on American Idol when she was 16. So you can oh, l- look did? up those YouTube videos. Yeah, she got pretty far, too. And then she up. was on Faking It on MTV. She's great, but... God, so the premise of this is they go on this road trip, but Jane is drunk and then finds a weed pen in the car and then rips that. So she is fucked up. And then they go to this like old-time Harrisburg bar. You would think it's in the fucking <laughs> boonies, whatever. And she gets on... On stage to, to sing and i was like this is gonna be a disaster yeah, and, it's and so good. she slays she absolutely slays torn naked on the floor i was like i kept singing the alanis morissette song that we love hey, no. no oh yeah and i know what i was yeah, and i'm like, like that's <laughs> not what it is but no. in my head it was that's torn what, by natalie whatever yeah. i'm already ashamed no <laughs> I'm all out of hand. This is how I feel. I'm cold and I am shamed. Lying naked on the floor. That's what she sounded like. She's much better than us. I'll tell you that right now. Sutton, I would say, 
has the most steady relationship the whole time because it's mostly Richard. She does some things, like not to spoil anything, but there's a few others, but that's the most steady. But I like that. You've spoiled enough for us. <laughs> yeah, this show is not based on the love stories and no. they're very important to the story, but the love story is between these three the girls. Friendship. Yep. And it is a powerful one. It is. <laughs> no, it's really beautiful friendship and I like takes a lot for me to be jealous of a friendship. I can love a friendship because I've got great fucking friends. I got one of the best sitting right next to me right now. <laughs> but this one makes me jealous. I'm like, damn, I love these two. I I'm know. jealous of this. Uh, or three. Yeah. yeah. It's something about New York is just so like, Yeah. some people love it. Some people hate it. I love New York. It's just so fascinating to me. And when I was younger, I, I mean, every I, I feel like every kid is like, I want to live in New York City. But like, that was really me. I'm like, so when I see shows like this and it's like best friends and their roommates and it's just, oh, it's so great. See, it's interesting because this one to me could have been literally anywhere. Yeah, absolutely. Whereas we did Broad City, like that's New York. They are bopping around Brooklyn. They're bopping around Midtown. They're, there's a, literally an episode where they go from the tippity top to the tippity bottom of New York. So like it is New York and they're on the streets and there's like people screaming. This is like mostly always at Scarlet yep. and, or the bar or their apartment. Apartments. Like there's barely any street, but that that reminds me because I remember when I was watching, there was an episode. First of all, it was freezing when I was watching it. And there was an episode when all three of them were in like summery clothes walking down the street, and I was like, first of all, it's freaking me out that you're not wearing masks. Second of all, it's making me crave just being outside in the summer, like the spring or the fall, when you could just like, oh, it's so beautiful out, mm-hmm. friendship, and walking around, degree day weather. drinking. It's also sickening that this pandemic has fucked us up so bad that we think, why are they not wearing masks? Or like when I watch Shit's Creek and it's like they're all together and like that, like when they had the Christmas party in the hotel room, I'm like, this can't happen. Right. Everyone is too packed together. Mm-hmm. This cannot happen. And it's just crazy that now we think like that mm-hmm. it, like it's not normal to us to see that yeah. i just i hate that i hate that if you would have flash forward <laughs> gone to a psychic right and you got to look into an eight ball say 2019 right look oh, into an eight ball okay. and see our lives and we're all wearing masks i'd be like panicking like now it's a normal thing and of course it's still scary the pandemic is scary but if you would have shown me people wearing everyone wearing masks i'd be like there is like a plague yes like an act i mean it is a plague plague. (laughs) literally but it's so funny that like living in it and living through it it's still scary but i don't want to say it feels normal because it's not normal but i think like i can tell you in march i went to giant and this was before masks were mandatory so i went to giant just being like oh like i've like heard about this coronavirus thing like it was like not like it was not crazy yet and I walked in and I was like the only person not wearing a mask. And yeah. I was like, what the fuck is happening? Mm-hmm. So then then obviously, like, I kid you not, I was like a week later, the states, like every state governor was like, look, this is very serious. Masks are, you know, mandatory, whatever. And then I would go to Giant and I would have a mask on gloves. I wore gloves, rubber yeah. gloves to the Giant. Like I was living in fear, mm-hmm. like spread. And it's like crazy to think about like, all the shit you touch and you don't even think about it, like the doorknobs in your house and you're like not washing your hands. Now it's like, ooh, that's fucking gross. Like how many people touch this doorknob? I know. I, it's my hygiene has really improved. Yeah. I will say that. 
A hundred percent. Probably not as good as it should be still. Yeah. <laughs> but we're Admittedly, growing. We're getting there. I'm a piece of shit, but. That's okay. Not in like a anti-COVID way, but in like a just, I'm just fucking disgusting. Forgot to shower way. So we talked about who our favorites are. Um, Let's, I have a few favorite episodes. Okay. So I love the Carry the Weight episode, which is the season one finale. It's the sexual assault one. Yeah. Oh, I love that one too. She got fucking Jacqueline grabbing that. I, I hate to say it, but I called it. I'm a TV savant. I'm a savant. I don't even know if that's the word, but I did call it, but it still didn't make it any less impactful. Yep. Epic. Epic. And I love that they brought that back because that really was a great episode. So the fact that they referenced it later again, is yep. like, it's good stuff. I actually love the way that they bring it back. Yeah. Where it's like the same person. Mm-hmm. That did that. Yeah. It does a good job of showing how like you think that it's only you. So you don't speak on it and then it can happen to other people. And that's exactly like what Jacqueline goes through where it's like she's like, I thought it was only going to be me that this happened to. And because I didn't speak out until now, it's happened to someone else. Mm -hmm. Powerful. Powerful. (laughs) That's the only word I can use on this episode. Like, Yeah, it's really well done. I really liked that one. That was a great season finale, season one finale. I loved the episode in season four where they do the three types of love. I think we had this conversation. So Sutton is going through something. And basically the premise of the episode is following three different stories. Sutton's is like the woven thread throughout the whole episode, but it goes to Jane, Kat, and Jacqueline and their st- love lives. And they do three different kinds of love. Like, yes. I don't remember it, like unrequited, like something. So yes, I don't even remember yes. what it is, but it's really well done. And at the end of each one, they get a phone call from Sutton, but but each character's in the middle of something really dramatic mm-hmm. and they don't show you if they pick up the phone yep. and then they flash to the next one and the next one and then you realize they all pick up the phone because yeah. of course they do of because they they're do. perfect angel friends. girls. And they know when their friends need them. Yeah. Oh, that was a really good one. I just I just like an unconventional episode where they where they switch up the style. Yep. Other one is the Bachelorette episode, of course. I knew you were going to say that. The choreography was, oh, it was so fire. good. Raven Simone yeah, just Raven like Simone. randomly being on the show. Yeah, that Excellent. episode is so good. They're just so cute. Oh god, that episode is great because Sut- it's Sutton's Bachelorette. Spoiler alert! I'm not going to spoil the- you this far. There's something she's not telling them. But she has to, and you're just like waiting for her to tell Jane and Kat, but they're so excited to throw her this bachelorette party. And they take her to learn choreography, and that, which, and then they were going to compete against other bachelorette parties. Yes. I mean, out of control, we're doing that for mine. Yes, find a place that is so Find good. a boyfriend first. <laughs> yeah, um, no, but uh, it, they don't end up doing the choreography there. They do it somewhere later, which is even more epic. Oh, it's so good. I was squealing. Yeah. Like, I was actually squealing at my TV. That has happened multiple times at the bull type where I will either laugh out loud and be like, because the moments are so funny. Yeah, they are. Each episode has a cold open that ends with some like wacky, clumsy thing or that shows the bull type theme. Like, don't like, it's kind of like Zoe's where it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love it. They, They only get funnier. In season one, they had that British chick um, narrating. And that's the bold type. And th- yeah. these girls are the bold type. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, something like that. I'm glad they got rid yeah, of that. Yeah, they changed it. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's just the season one thing. Yeah, but the Bachelorette episode's great. I love the Paris stuff because it just reminds me of Lauren Conrad. Oh, God. Like, get, get, You're not going to Paris. Yeah, oh, my God, fashion. the drama. The road trip episode was really good. Yeah. I think those are the ones that stick out to me. I didn't click through all of them, but. This show is good, guys. 
we're yeah. not we're not steering you in the wrong direction we no. just spoiled you know a good amount of the show but that's okay kathleen did basically say stop listening at a point go yeah. watch and then come back but even so even with the spoilers it's still so good you'll love it love it love it especially if you're big into friendship like we are girl power oh yeah this one stopped me in my tracks i wasn't waiting for it it is such a like bright spot in mm-hmm. the shitty times yep it's only gonna uplift you yep it's exactly re- it's really well done and like we said so the first three seasons are 10 episodes the fourth randomly is 17 8 17 or 18 which yeah. is crazy i don't know why they did that yeah only to be cut short by covid so the episode they end on is not a finale of a season and i think so the episode ends with a clip of them dancing together. Of course, the friends are always solid. Yep. Then, luckily, season four just gave their love lives uh, like a flip turned upside down. Mm-hmm. But they're always best friends. There's never They don't ever leave you hanging like they don't like each other because right. they're always obsessed with each other, which yep. is why I love their show so much. But they do end on them having a dance party. Because I feel like they were scared, like, what if we don't get renewed? We have yeah. to. And that episode was Something, not yeah. a, like, happy episode for no. any of the girls, I don't think. But they end with them having a dance party. And I was like, I feel like they took that clip from somewhere else. Like, it, yeah, you I know mean, what maybe I mean? they did. Because I, I truly thought that that was the series finale. And I immediately texted yeah. Kathleen and was like, I am so pissed off that it was the worst ending ever we have we have so much left unknown and kathleen was like dude no (laughs) it's covid it's not over so if you get to that if you you binge now Mm -hmm. just know that season five is coming so don't give up on it yeah six episodes final season season five it's on hulu oh it's not gonna be on freeform no no sorry one through four on hulu for when you binge season five will be six episodes on that's gonna be the fastest six weeks of my life yeah i can't wait for it I'm I'd, so excited. Maybe we'll come. Maybe we'll circle back when season Hells five comes yeah. out, and we'll give you our our reaction to the first episode, like we did for Zoe, and mm-hmm. then just recap season five. Yeah, my friend Callie would like have picked an episode of Bold Type. I didn't realize. I, I was like, "Why didn't you recommend this to me?" She's like, "It's been my like dirty little secret, like her guilty pleasure." She didn't think to suggest it to anyone because it was a freeform show we gotta stop undermining freeform i know and i and she was like i should have known i don't know why i did that but cal you got great taste you do girl you got great taste you tell me any tv show and i will love it because you love it honestly you know any good disney channel shows we do we know all of them (laughs) no we need some new ones i've been re-binging high school musical the musical the series jealous it consumes our lives right now well, that wraps it up for the bold type. Beautiful show. We love Watch it. Watch it. We love it. We think you guys will love it too. And if you don't, then I don't know what to tell you. You're bland. You, <laughs> you fucking bland. Get on Freeform, baby. Yeah. Subscribe to Freeform. This is not an ad. Yeah. Support it's Freeform. On, it's on regular cable. You got this. I don't even know what channel it is. I don't it have Freeform at my, at my apartment. If you have Sling, I have Sling. This is not a promotion, but I have Sling and it is on Sling, so... I don't know. If not, just wait. It'll be on Hulu. (laughs) Goodbye. Love you. This has been My Favorite Episode Of. My Favorite Episode Of is produced by Matt Kelly as part of the Geekscape Network and hosted by Julie and Kathleen. Check out our show notes for all of our socials and email us at myfavoriteepisodepodcast at gmail.com. Rate, review, and subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting apps, and we'll be back next week with another episode of My Favorite Episode Of.
Hey everybody, I'm Chris Fafalius, and I'm the producer of Chris Makes a Podcast and the host of the One Hit Thunder Podcast. And I'm Matt Kelly, host of Horror Movie Night and the producer slash the head of content for the Geekscape Podcasting Network. Between the two of us, we have, believe it or not, 25 years of podcasting experience, and we want to help you start your own podcast. We know podcasting, and we want to share that knowledge with you. So whether you're new to podcasting or you want some feedback on your currently active podcast, we want to help. Or perhaps you're just overwhelmed with all of the editing work. Well, we can help you with that also. You can contact us at info at weknowpodcasting.com for more information. We're excited to help your podcasting dreams become a reality. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. Geekscape Network.